As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Thursday, January 12th. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed34. Happy to get any uh, DMs there, comments, feedback, thoughts, ideas for upcoming segments. And if you'd be so kind to go to your podcast provider and rate and review the show, always helps get more listeners, um, more traction for the show. Much appreciated. This is Sports Ethos presentation. If you haven't already checked this out, go to sportsethos.com. You can get our packages there. I'm part of the Wager Pass group. Uh, you can find lots of podcasts. We have podcasts for football, basketball, baseball, hockey, fantasy sports, uh, wagering, obviously, which this show is mostly about. Uh, lots of insight, lots of free stuff, lots of articles, and lots of very reasonable packages. Uh, we've really been growing the team here at Sports Ethos in the last six to 12 months, and there's definitely something for the sports fan, whether you're fantasy sports, whether you're into wagering. Definitely a lot of information there that I know you will find useful. So big uh, night in sports in the NBA, NCAA, and NHL. So we'll get right into it on the hardwood. We start in Philadelphia where the 76ers at 7.10 p.m. host the Oklahoma City Thunder. Sixers come in 9.5-point favorite total. Here's 233. When I look at the injury report for Oklahoma City, uh, Pogoshevsky is out. Jeremiah Robinson Earl is out. Sixers are healthy. Everybody's there. Uh, I'm actually, I got on this game yesterday. I got early, uh, got the Thunder at plus 10. I would still take them at plus 9.5. I think the 76ers win, but Thunder have been playing some good ball. Um, against the spread, they're fairly strong on the road as well. And I could just see the 76ers getting up and kind of coasting here and allowing maybe a backdoor cover. But I think laying. 10, 9.5 points, a little too many. I wouldn't touch it at 9 or below. If you can get 9.5 or 10, uh, I'd be on the Thunder. But other than that, uh, probably stay away from me. I'm also on, on the under of 233. 76ers are very strong defensively, 
And I think, you know, Oklahoma City likes to run, but I'm not really not really sure they're going to be able to uh, in this game. So I could see Philly getting up and not turning it into a track meet, keeping it a low scoring game. I mean, if this game does get out of hand and I'm wrong on the spread, I think Philly wins big and then even more so. Uh, there's going to be less points scored because they're going to get up big and probably just clip, be able to clamp down OKC late in the game. So uh, I'm not a fan of playing unders lately in the NBA, but I've got a couple of tonight that I'm on. So I'm on the under 233 in this game as well. Next game, which should be an interesting battle, is in Brooklyn, and the Nets host the Celtics. Celtics are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Total here, 225-and-a-half. For the Celtics on the injury report, Jalen Brown is questionable. Horford is out. Uh, for the Nets, obviously KD is out. Kessler, is, Kessler Edwards is available, and Nick, Nick Claxton is probable. Um, I see this as being a fairly close game as well. I have to lean towards uh, um, the Celtics here, just a better team with KD out. Um, I think this line opened about minus three, so it's actually some money's come in on the Nets, which surprises me, um, but I just think that... With KD out, I'm not really sure that they can hold uh, hold this game all that close. I know it's in Brooklyn, and Celtics, as strong as they've been all year, have been a little inconsistent lately, uh, i.e. that blowout by OKC, I think, last week. Uh, but I think with all their guns there, uh, even with Brown, if even if Brown doesn't play, uh, I still think they have enough players to get up and be able to take the Nets here. So I would lean the Celtics at minus one. Now. I think that's a pretty reasonable price. Uh, 225.5, I'm not really touching that total right now either. The next game, we travel to Toronto, where we have the Raptors as eight-point favorites. I was able to get this at, uh, no, I think, yeah, I did get it at eight yesterday. Fluctuated with an eight, eight and a half. I get it, I'm seeing minus 115 right now. Uh, but I got the Charlotte Hornets at plus eight yesterday. Total here, 231.5. Uh, I took the under on that as well. On the injury report, the Raps come in uh, healthy, and Charlotte has really only Kelly Oubre's out, uh, and Gordon Hayward continues to be doubtful, so don't expect him to play. Uh, I think the Raps are the better team. They won this game last uh, two nights ago, three nights ago. Uh, these guys played also in Toronto in an odd uh, NBA back-to-back at home for the Raptors. Uh, the Raps were... I think up by two or one going into the fourth quarter, and they ended up winning by 12, so they pulled away late. Tough spot when you're in back-to-back games to, to win, I think, easy in the NBA like this. So I'm on Charlotte. I lean Charlotte in that game. They were catching, I think, about seven or eight as well, and they didn't cover. But I think in a back-to-back like this, uh, I think they should be able to cover the eight points. The Raps don't tend to blow teams out at home. Uh, they've, had a, they've had an interesting year, obviously. A little down this season, but they are healthy. I just don't see them um, necessarily winning again by 10 or 12 points. So I'm on Charlotte plus eight. Um, my model has the Raptors as a you know, two or three point favorite. So uh, when there's that big a discrepancy, I'm going to go with what the model says. And that is the Hornets and under 231. The Raptors are still strong defensively. Uh, I see this game being more in the 225, 226 range. So uh, if the Raps do get up, again, if I'm wrong, much like the first game, if I'm wrong on the spread here and the Raps get up, I think they slow it down even more. So happy to take the under 231.5. Next game is in Miami where the Heat are hosting the Bucks. This game opened the Heat minus one last night. It's now up to minus six. So obviously some money has come in here on the Heat. Here at minus, uh, minus six, 221.5 is the total. For the Heat, uh, Bam Adebayo is probable. 
Uh, Tyler Hero is out. Lowry's out. Caleb Martin's out. Duncan Robinson's out. But the big news, obviously, and why this line has moved is Grayson Allen is out for Milwaukee. No, that's not why the line's moved. Giannis is out. Um, with Giannis expected to play, now this is on a back-to-back, with Giannis expected to play, this was line still about minus one for Miami. He's out. Line shoots up. I think it got up to about minus two or three this morning. Then the news went, when the news he came up that he is out, came out, pardon me, shot up to minus six. So this game's a stay away from me. Um, you know, I, I would maybe, if anything, lean the box plus six. They have Middleton is out as well. So they're missing Middleton and Giannis um, and Grayson Allen, as I said earlier. Um, but they've got enough players. They've been there around the block enough. I think they can keep this game close. Milwaukee, or pardon me, Miami, I don't like going against at home. But they've got a really poor ATS uh, against the spread record at home this year. So if anything, I would lean the box plus six. Even with Giannis out, I think they step up here and make it a game. But too many question marks there for me to touch. Second last game of the night, we head out west to L.A. and the Lakers. Host the Mavericks. Dallas comes in three-point favorite. Total here is two thirty-six and a half. Um, obviously, for the big, the big, the big play here, the big angle here is for LA. Uh, AD is out. LeBron is probable. That is uh, the norm. But Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker remain out. For Dallas, fairly healthy. During Finney Smith is out. Maxi Kleber remains out. Dwight Powell is questionable. Um, I would still lean the Lakers catching three points. Dallas is terrible on the road. And you're getting this at what I see mountain minus 105. So they're they're begging you to take them, not begging, they're wanting you to take the Lakers. Um, but I would take the Lakers at home. LeBron's still playing. Um, I know they've been a little banged up lately. I just don't like Dallas on the road. This line kind of reeks to me. You know, just Dallas is probably the better team. If this is in Dallas, it's obviously a way different game, but it's not. So I would be on the Lakers. I'm not on this game. And 236, I would probably lean the under here. Uh, I don't really like playing a lot of Lakers totals, but um, yeah, see, my model's got it closer, probably about 227, 228. So I would lean the under, especially with AD out, um, but stay away from me. Last game of the night is in Portland, where the Cleveland Cavaliers come in three-point favorites. Total here is 221. On the injury reports, uh, I don't know if I have that up yet. Oh, no, sorry, I do. Yep. Uh, for Cleveland, Jared Allen, Allen is probable. Ricky Rubio, questionable. Um, so he might be coming back. And other than that, Isaiah Mobley, obviously, and Dean Wade are out, but they continue to be out. For Portland, uh, Lillard's questionable. And Gary Payton is probable. I would actually lean to Portland here. Uh, I think Portland should be a slight favorite. Cleveland's been doing well. I just don't like Cle- t- uh, laying three points on the road with the Cavs. Total here, 221. This opened at 229. This is a ton of money has come in on the under. So 221, there's really no value there. Uh, it's a stay away from me. I had, um, I have it just under that myself, but with that number coming, that number coming down eight points since uh, 10 or 11 p.m. Eastern last night. So uh, money certainly hit the under. I would stay away from the total. If anything, I would lean to Portland uh, plus three. Good take a quick break. Uh, but then when we get back, there's 51 games in the NCAA. We're going to get to the number of those and onto the ice. We'll be back in a second. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. 
Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right. In the NCAA, what did I say? 55 games on the slate tonight. Uh, I'm not going to hit everyone, but I'm going to quickly run through a bunch of them. There are some really good games, some pretty mediocre games. Not quite as good as yesterday's slate, but still some good ones. Um... We start with Minnesota is at Ohio State. Ohio State comes in 15-point favorite. Total here, 137. Uh, Minnesota's really been struggling this year. They're a better team at home at the barn. We all know that. Uh, and Ohio State has been, I'd say, good but not great. I like them to win. I don't like them to win by 15. If anything, I would lean. I'm not on this game. I would lean Minnesota uh, plus 15. It's a Big Ten game. Could be a rock fight, as usual, uh, in the Big Ten Although Minnesota's or Ohio State's obviously got some offense, they can put up some points. But uh, I just like Minnesota catching 15. I don't think they have a chance to win, but a little too many for me. Uh, 6:30 in the East, we head to the mountains of West Virginia. Appalachian State is minus four favorite over Georgia Southern. Total here is 127. I actually like App State. You know, I think the number's right on. That's why I'm not on it. If it were two and a half ish, I'd be on App State. Uh, but they've been playing. They played much better at home, yeah, and I like them to win this game. Stetson is in Bellarmine. Bellarmine is minus two, 131.5 total. I'm on the home Bellarmine squad. Uh, kind of a coin flip game here. Stetson was playing a little better earlier, but uh, I'll take the home team here. Another Big Ten battle, Michigan plus 5.5 at Iowa at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. And total here is 156.5. If anything, I would take Michigan. Um, you know, most numbers I see this game is like a 4.5, 5-point spread. So getting that extra hook, I would take the Wolverines. I think this is going to be a great game. Uh, plus 190 on the money line for Michigan. Some value there, maybe. Uh, but I was a tough place to win at. And the 156.5 total is probably right about uh, where it should be. If anything, it might look to that over. If this game stays close, um, Ohio obviously scores a lot of points at home traditionally in high-scoring games. So I would look Michigan plus 5.5. And take the total just over 156.5. Maybe shop around if you can get that a little cheaper. Not on the game, though. Youngstown State travels to Detroit. And 
Detroit is a one-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Total here is 155, and I'll actually be on Detroit. These two teams, uh, for me, are tough to handicap. I think this is a coin flip game, so I lean the home team here. Um, Detroit's played some interesting games this year. They played better at home, uh, which is why I would lean them here. Troy, Georgia State. Troy's two-and-a-half-point favorite, Georgia State uh, at home, 131-and-a-half. I lean Troy. I like the way Troy's been playing. I think they're the better team. Do they win this easy? No. Do they win by three points or more? Yes. Uh, and I'm seeing about minus 105, so you can get a pretty good price at that too. So I would lean to Troy there. Coastal Carolina travels to Old Dominion. Old Dominion's at home, minus 7.5. Total here, 136.5. Um, I actually like Coastal here catching 7.5 points. I like ODU, ODU to win, but Coastal, I think, can keep this game within two possessions, and I think it can be a little closer to 7.5. So I would take Coastal Carolina and the points there. The battle of the ugly teams here. Purdue-Fort Wayne is playing IUPUI. And on the road, Purdue-Fort Wayne is 15.5 point favorites, 134.5. I can't touch this game. I have no idea where, where this is going to go. Uh, IUPUI is still arguably one of the worst teams in the country. Uh, but getting 15.5 points at home is a lot. If anything, I would lean to IUPUI at home, catching the 15.5 points. A low-key good game here. I think this is a, a, it will be an interesting game in Oakland. You have Robert Morris in town. They're five, coming in plus five and a half. You can get the home. Uh, you can get Oakland at home at uh, laying five and a half points. Total here, 140 and a half. I actually like uh, Oakland. They've been playing well. They've been playing really well lately, actually. And it's a little too much for me. I was hoping this game was going to come in at about three, three and a half, maybe four, and then it would have been on Oakland. Um, but at five and a half to stay away from me, although I lean to Oakland. Uh, scrolling down, we're going to Drexel, minus five at Stony Brook. Total here, 124. I would lean Drexel. I just think they're the better team. Uh, they've been playing decent lately. It's on the road, so it scares me a little. I'm not going to be on it, uh, but I think they can get to this to the two possessions or more. Central Arkansas playing at Queens. Queens, their first year in D1 and having a hell of a year. The 12-point favorites at home. Total here is 160. And I'd actually lean Queens. I didn't play this game, um, but I think Queens is the better team. It's going to be tough to get to 12 points. You know, should they be a 9, 10-point favorite? Sure, 12 is a little tough, but I would lean Queens. Florida Gulf Coast travels to Eastern Kentucky, and you can get Dunk City at minus 3. That's Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, total here is 145. I'd actually be on, and I debated um, locking this up, uh, I'd be on Eastern Kentucky. I don't know that either team is all that much better. And getting the home team, catching points, I think uh, Florida Gulf Coast is still getting a little bit too much hype. Uh, everybody likes to back them. So I'm on. I would be on Eastern Kentucky plus three here. Northern Alabama, North Alabama, pardon me, travels to Liberty. The home flames are 17-point favorites. Total here is 134. Uh, a little too much, too many points for me to lay. Uh, I think North Alabama can cover this. Will they? I'm not sure. At 134, I'd probably lean to the under. Neither one has a really a proficient offense, especially North Alabama, but a few too many points to me to lay with Liberty. Jacksonville travels to Kennesaw State. You can get Kennesaw State at minus three. Total here, 127. And I would actually take Jacksonville. I like the way they've been playing. I know it's on the road, uh, which could be a challenge. Uh, but I think they're the better team. And in a one-possession game, I'm happy to back them. Um, scrolling down, I'm going to skip a couple games that I'm really not on. Uh, we get Wright State is at Green Bay. And the Phoenix of Green Bay are nine and a half point underdogs at home. 144 and a half is the total. Now, everybody's been dumping on Green Bay, and rightfully so. 
they have really struggled. I think uh, laying almost double-digit points is a few too many, though. I think Wright State wins, but I think they win by six or seven. So I'd be on Green Bay. I was debating betting this, but I just can't back Green Bay. Uh, I don't know that I've backed them up. Come close a couple times, didn't pull the trigger, and thankfully, uh, when they got blown out, I was happy I didn't. So I'd be on Green Bay, though. And I'm actually seeing on DraftKings at minus 105. So you can get Green Bay at home plus nine and a half at minus 105. I would lean to that. First game I am on uh, is in Milwaukee. Northern Kentucky's in town. Northern Kentucky comes in minus one. Total here at 130 and a half. I'm actually on uh, Milwaukee in this game. Just trying to pull up. Um, just trying to pull up the game. I like the way. Sorry. Just. No, my computer is not working with me. One second. Okay, now I think I'm good. Um, I'm on Milwaukee. I mean, a coin flip of a game. I think Milwaukee should be favored, so happy to catch the point. And one of the reasons, neither of these teams are all that effective at scoring. Uh, an adjusted efficiency on offense. Milwaukee comes in at number 270 in the country, and Northern Kentucky at number 283. The effective field goal percentage, which I think is interesting. Milwaukee's 52.1%, so 93rd in the nation, so well above average, uh, versus Northern Kentucky is 298 in the country at 47.2, so well below average. Also, what I think is interesting is when it comes to three-point shooting, so Northern Kentucky is shooting uh, from beyond the arc 30, uh, 33%, which is 204th in the country, while Milwaukee is only allowing 308 which is 62nd best in the country. So Milwaukee well above average defending the three, Northern Kentucky well below average shooting the three. On the flip side of that, Milwaukee is hitting 358 of their three-point shots, which is 82nd in the country, so well above average. And Northern Kentucky is one of the worst teams in the entire country. They're allowing 39.7% uh, on three-point shots, 357th in the country. And Milwaukee tends to rely on that for about 34% of their points, which is well above average. So they rely on three-point shots more than most teams. They're hitting very, they're hitting above average. Northern Kentucky can't defend. On the other side, Northern Kentucky doesn't shoot threes very well and Milwaukee defense. So I know it's only one aspect of the game. Also, free throw percentage. Milwaukee is 74.1%, uh, which is 81st in the country, well above average. Northern Kentucky, 276 in the country at 68%, well below average. Also, Milwaukee's at home. Northern Kentucky's on the road. Uh, leads me to uh, take Milwaukee as an underdog. When I say they're getting their, uh, yeah, they're catching a point. So you can get them on the money line at lot. Minus 105, but I'll be happy to take the point. Uh, if they lose by one, then I can still get a push. So at plus one, I'm on Milwaukee. Next game, I see James Madison in South Alabama. JMU is a three-point favorite. Total here is 141. I'm actually beyond JMU. I like the way they're playing. I think they can win this game. And I know it's on the road, um, but I think the spread's right where it should be. If it were a little lower, if it were two and a half or two, I'd be on JMU. But at the, at the even three, uh, stay away from me, but I definitely like JMU. Western Illinois travels to Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, 15.5-point favorite, total 157.5. I like Oral Roberts to win, and I don't know that they win by this. Uh, I would lean to Western Illinois, 15.5. Not going to be on this game, just way too many points, way too large spread. Yeah, Oral Roberts could absolutely throttle these guys and blow them out. Um, but Western Illinois could also keep it close and just too many points for me. Uh, sliding down, we go to Kansas City, where St. Thomas is in town. Kansas City, UMKC is a one-and-a-half point favorite here. 133 is the total. And I'm actually – I like the Tommies here catching a point. 
sorry, I like Kansas City laying a point and a half. St. Thomas has been playing well, but uh, they've started to show some cracks, especially away from home. And I just think UMKC is a bit better team. Also, as to see on DraftKings right now, you can get uh, UMKC at minus one and a half, but minus 105. So you get a little bit reduced juice. Uh, I'd be on that game. Scrolling down, we have uh, the next game. I'm trying to find the next game that I'm on here. Um, no, there's a couple more games I wanted to just hit on first before we get there. Colorado is in USC. Colorado comes in the Buffalo's three and a half point underdogs. USC uh, at USC total here is 140. And I looked at this game really hard. I'd like Colorado at plus three and a half. I'm not on this game though. I think USC is still a very good team. Um, even you know on a neutral court, it's truly a, uh, a coin flip. So three and a half points for USC at home. Probably to me, half a point, maybe one too many. Um, if this line moves to four, closer to game time, I think I'm going to be in Colorado, but it's plus three and a half. That's a stay away for me. Arizona State travels to Oregon to play the Ducks. Arizona State comes in plus five and a half total here, 137 and a half. And I'm actually on, I would be on Oregon. I'm not, or sorry, I lean to Oregon. I think they're the better team. Arizona State's had some decent results lately. Uh, neither of them have been playing great ball, uh, but certainly decent. And I just lean on the Ducks at home. Uh, I think they got a better team and five and a half, eh, you know, one, one and a half too much for me, which is why I'm not on the game. Uh, traveling down, we get North Dakota State. The next game I'm on, North Dakota State is in Denver. Denver is laying a point, so they're minus one. And total here is 143 and a half. And Denver uh, was hot to start the season and then got cold. But now, now that they're at home, I do like them. I think... You know, when I look at the analytical tools I look at, so Bart Torvik's site, uh, Ken Palm, Jeff Sagarin, they all have this game as a slight nod to Denver, you know, one and a half, two points. Uh, so I'm going to take the home, you know, in a coin flip game, I'm going to take Denver. When I look at their stats, you know, Denver's a little bit better shooting team. Their effective field goal percentage, 53.3% is 50th in the country. So quite good. Um, North Dakota State's 49.2, which is 216th in the country. So quite weak. Also, um, Denver is, shoots the three ball decent at 43.3%, so slightly above average. Uh, inside the arc, they shoot 54%. The thing is, North Dakota State is terrible at defending both those. Um, 221st against the three-point shot, 231st against the uh, two-point shot. The flip side of that is Denver ain't exactly the strongest on defending the two-point shot either. They're 318th in the nation, but they are pretty good defending the three-point, where they only allow 32.3%, uh, which is 114th in the country. And North Dakota State shoots 32.2%, which is 247th from beyond uh, the arc in the country. So I think uh, Denver has the ability to score a few more points. they got the ability to defend a little better. Uh, North Dakota State is pretty weak from the free throw line at 686 Denver marginally better, kind of about league average at 70.6. So I just think Denver has a better, better offense, slightly better defense. And um, I mean, the defense is really, I guess, a coin flip, but slightly better offense. They're at home. They've been playing a little bit better at home lately and happy to take uh, Denver laying just one point. Uh, next game. Nine o'clock in the east. Stephen F. Austin's at Utah Tech. Utah. Uh, Stephen F. Austin's on the road, minus two and a half total here, one forty-two and a half. I actually like Utah Tech. I know everybody's been on Stephen F. Austin. I've made a, f- a few plays in them lately, and they've been playing well. Uh, I just think Utah Tech's a tougher team at home. 
I think the wrong team's favored. You can get Tech at plus 125 in the money line. If you're looking at this game, that is kind of where I would lean, lean uh, to Utah Tech at plus 125 on the money line. Well, Marymount heads to St. Mary's. St. Mary's 14-point favorites, 128.5. And I like Loyola here, plus 14. Are they going to win? Uh, no. St. Mary's are playing good ball. Um, but I don't know that they're 14-point favorites. And I think this is a, a 9-11 to 11 point kind of game. Um, so I'm on Loyola. I'm not on, the, I'm not on this game, but if anything, I lean. I mean, that's a lot of points. And Loyola's been playing pretty well lately. So I would lean to Loyola catching 14 points there. Uh, as we scroll down, in Sam Houston, 9 p.m., Sam Houston travels to southern Utah. And you can get Sam Houston minus one. Total here is 141. So I'm actually on Sam Houston at minus one. Um, the reason being, when I look at these two teams, and this is this is kind of odd. You wouldn't think either of these teams would have a really great strength of schedule, uh, given who you know, given where they are and, and, and the conferences they play in. But uh, Sam Houston State actually has the 24th hardest schedule in the nation. Now Southern Utah is no slouch either; they're 108th hardest, so still well above average. You know, both in the top third. Um, obviously, Sam Houston's in the top five or six percent of strength of schedules, and uh, I, I think that. I mean, that, that's not the, 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 the handicap in the game, but the point is they're on the road and they've been playing good against tougher competition. Also, when I break down their, uh, their scoring a little more, what's, what popped out at me was Sam Houston State is the sixth best team in three-point shooting percentage in the country. The number six team, they're hitting 39.9% of their three-point shots. Two reasons why that's important. First of all, um, Southern Utah is weak at defending. They're allowing 358 percent of three-point shots to sink, which is 281st in the country, so well below average. Also, as far as their um, points that Sam Houston State scores, 38, sorry, 37.4 percent of their points are on three-point shots. That's the 32nd most in the country. So they rely on the three-point shot, but they hit it really well, and and, uh, Southern Utah does not defend very well. Flip that over on the other side of the ball. Southern Utah does not shoot very well from deep, 31.7%, 267th in the country. And Sam Houston defends pretty well. So clearly in practice, they're hitting a lot of threes, and they're also defending pretty hard against them. They only allow 31.4%, which is 79th best in the country. Now, Southern Utah doesn't rely on three-point shots a lot. They rely on um, shots from beyond inside the arc, which they're, which they're decent at, 52.3%. But they're probably not going to get a lot of three-pointers, is my point, and they're going to be giving up a lot to Sam Houston. So... Um, total 141, decent number, uh, a little higher than average. So obviously some points are expected to be scored. And I just like the way Sam, the way Sam Houston is playing. Also on defense, on just general defensive efficiency, adjusted efficiency on defense, Sam Houston is 41st in the country uh, versus Southern Utah's 191. So they're playing, they're playing better defensively, Sam Houston is. Uh, they're hitting and defending the three ball against a team that is not hitting and not defending the three ball. So add those all up. You're only laying a point with Sam Houston on the road. I'm on Sam Houston laying the one point. Uh, next game as we scroll down, Lipscomb is at Austin PA. And Lipscomb here is the favorite at minus one. Oh, sorry, total 134.5. And I'm actually on Austin PA. Um, just trying to pull the game up here. When I, well, as, I, as I do, when I, the, what I looked at and um, why well, I decided to side with Austin PA is so far the record. So Lipscomb comes in 9-8, and eight, but only 2-7 and seven on the road. 
because they've really struggled on the road. Uh, Austin P is eight and nine. I like calling them Austin PA. What can I say? It's Austin P. Uh, eight and nine overall, but three and two at home versus D1 schools. And the interesting thing is, this is actually the first game of a back to back. So they play tonight and then Saturday at Lipsicum. And when I dove into Lipscomb's schedule again a little deeper, uh, so like I said, they're two and seven on the road. Uh, they just lost recently to Jacksonville, 51-44. So a low-scoring game. They got beat pretty easily to Jacksonville. Sure, Jacksonville's a better team than Austin Peay. Um, but I think that – I think they're going to struggle again on the road. Uh, they lost at Liberty. They did beat Louisville in Louisville, but who doesn't beat Louisville? Uh, they lost to Michigan. No slouch there. Lost to Tennessee State, which is not – at Tennessee State, not as good a team as Jacksonville, I don't think. Uh, Alabama A&M, they're even weaker. They lost by four there. Uh, early in the year, they lost at Notre Dame. No slugs there in South Dakota. So I just don't think they're the team on the road that they are at home. They've had a decent season so far. Uh, a couple good games early got the hype around them. Uh, but I'm not backing Lipscomb in this game on the road. Have to take Austin P uh, catching the point at home. Scrolling down, a couple more games left on the card. We've got Gonzaga at BYU. BYU, uh, BYU comes in six-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Total here, 153. I lean to the Cougars. I'm not on this game. Uh, Gonzaga just has not been playing uh, the way everybody expects them to play or thinks they should play. I think they win, um, but in a road game, you never know. I'm sure this this uh, stadium here will be packed with Gonzaga in town, but I'd be on the Cougars catching six and a half points in this game. Uh, New Mexico State travels to Seattle, and I looked at this game hard. I couldn't get to the side. Seattle's four-point favorite, 144 is a total. And I actually wanted to go New Mexico State, but they've just got a few too many questions um, with their off-court issues still going on. Um, and at four points, if the line were one, one way, a point or two one way, uh, a little higher on New Mexico State. It was a little lower, probably on Seattle. So stay away from me. Pepperdine is in San Diego. I like San Diego here. They're minus three, 155 and a half is a total. It didn't pull the trigger on this one, but I think I would lean San Diego. They tend to be a little tougher at home. Uh, they've been playing well lately. Um, the Arizona is in Oregon State to play the Beavers. The Beavers are laying 15 and a half points at home. Total here is 144. Sorry, Arizona. I think I said Arizona. I might have said Arizona State, but Arizona State is at Oregon State. Uh, and I like the Beavers just because it's 15 and a half points at home. I mean, Arizona State is clearly the better team. I can see them getting up, uh, and I can see kind of a backdoor cover if they take their foot off the gas. Or uh, Oregon State in front of the home fans probably won't be giving up so quickly. Uh, so I see them keeping this game a little closer to 15 and a half points. Another big spread in the Pac-12 is Utah at UCLA. UCLA laying 12 as the home favorite, 135 and a half here. And I back the Utes. Uh, again, much like the last game, UCLA is the better team. They should win. Uh, but I think Utah has the ability to keep this close. And if you're really crazy, you can take Utah plus 550 in the money line. I would not recommend that. But uh, I don't think Utah wins, but I think they keep this a single digit. So I would take them at plus 12. Uh, San Francisco's in Portland. This should be a very good game. San Fran comes in. The Dons are two-point favorites on the road, 148.5. I would lean to Portland at home just simply because they're catching the points. Uh, catching two points. I think they are uh, on a neutral side. I would probably lean San Francisco, but this is not neutral. It's in Portland uh, and laying two points. I even see that in DraftKings at minus 105, so a little reduced juice. I would take Portland. Last game of the night, I am on Sam Stanford is in Washington to face the Huskies. Washington's two-point favorite, 136. 
is the total. And I'm on the home uh, Huskies here, laying the two points. Uh, I just think – I don't think either team's really been playing all that well. Uh, it's kind of a coin flip of a game, so I lean – uh, I lean to the home squad here. Neither team shoots the three ball very well. Uh, Stanford relies on it a little bit more. Uh, Washington does defend. They're the 26th best team defending the three ball. They're only allowing 29.1%. Quite impressive. Uh, flip that around. Stanford's only shooting 30.8. 300th worst team three point uh, from shooting deep. And they both third of their points come from three points, which is kind of league average. So, Advantage Washington there. I don't know that that's a huge factor in the game. Uh, both teams' defense have been pretty decent. Um, Washington's number 78th in adjusted efficiency on defense, number 78, and Stanford's number 107, so slightly into Washington there. Uh, offensively, Washington's struggling shooting the three ball as well, only hitting 30.4%, 310th, so even worse than uh, what Stanford is. However, Stanford doesn't defend very well. Uh, allowing 34.7, 226 worse. So in the three-point angle, neither of them shoot it well, but Washington defends much better than Stanford does. Uh, on the overall defensive game, Stanford is a little bit better. Uh, effective field goal percentage allowed. So Stanford's only allowing 47.2, which is 70th best, well above average in the country. Stanford's allowing 51.2, 218th in the country. So well below, well below average there. So I think Washington's a better team. Uh, they're at home. And they're only laying this one, this small spread of minus two. So I am on Washington at minus two. So that does it for the NCAA. Didn't hit on all 55 games, but certainly hit on a number. I'm going to quickly go through the NHL. Not a lot of games. I think there's 12 games on the slate. Some great games, um, but not a lot of numbers I really love. Seattle's in Boston to start the, the, uh, the card. The Bruins are... Uh, minus 230 in the money line. You can get the road cracking plus 195. Got to lean the Brewers, but don't want to lay uh, minus 230. Seattle's been playing well. I mean, they are, what, in their second year in the league, and they've really jumped a lot this season, but the Bruins are just rolling. So uh, if anything, I might look to the, the puck line, minus one and a half. So they have to win by two goals, except even plus 100. Vancouver travels to Tampa to play the Lightning. The Lightning minus 265 in the money line. The road Canucks at plus 225. Total here is six and a half. Uh, total in the Washington, or Boston Seattle game was six. Wouldn't touch that. The total in this Tampa uh, Vancouver game six and a half. Anything I would look towards the under, but it's juiced to plus one ten. I think Tampa can uh, hold Vancouver down, especially if Vasilevsky's in net. Uh, but at minus two sixty five, too big a price. Carolina travels to Columbus to play the Blue Jackets. The road Carolina Hurricanes minus three twenty. The home Blue Jackets plus two sixty five. Total here is six and a half. I would look to the under. It is juiced down to minus one twenty. Uh, but the sides stay away from me. The Leafs are in Detroit. They've struggled in Detroit the last couple of years, oddly enough. Detroit and Arizona seem to be these towns that they just can't win in. Uh, the Leafs are minus 145 on the money line. The home Red Wings plus 125. The total here is six. If anything, I would look to the over. It's at minus 120. Uh, the Leafs can score, that's for sure, and the Red Wings have shown a propensity to put a few pucks in the net this year while allowing some. So don't like the minus 120, but I would lean to the over six. Nashville is in Montreal to play the Canadiens, and you can get the road Predators minus 170. The home halves plus 145. Total here is six and a half. Uh, if anything, you want to take a bit of a shot at a money line, I would take Montreal plus 145. Uh, they're at home. They have the ability to pull out the odd game. I mean, they're a struggling team. Um, but if anything, 
Uh, there might be some value at plus 145. The Jets, Winnipeg Jets are in Buffalo to play the Sabres. You can get the road Jets at minus 130. The home Sabres at plus 110. I like the Sabres here at plus 110. Total here is six and a half. I would lean to the over. Both teams have been scoring a fair bit lately. It's just a minus 120, so that's a little bit tough. But uh, if anything, I would lean to the over, and I'd be on the Sabres at plus 110. Dallas is in New York to play the Rangers. The Rangers are the one... Uh, money line favorites at minus 120. You can get the Stars at an even plus 100. Total here is five and a half, so low scoring game expected, which is what you'd usually get with the Rangers and oh, with Stars, but also with the Rangers. I would lean the Rangers plus one, minus 120 is pretty decent price. I think they win. Uh, next game, also in New York, the Islanders are hosting the Minnesota Wild. The Islanders come in, or pardon me, the Wild come in as minus 115 favorites. The home Islanders are minus 105. Total here five and a half, so another low scoring game expected. I would lean the Isle. Uh, minus 105 is a pretty decent price. They're at home. I think this is a coin flip game. Yeah, lean, you know, neutral site, which never occurs in the NHL, but maybe neutral site, I'd lean Minnesota. But at home, I'm, I, I would lean the Islanders here, minus 105. St. Louis is hosting the Calgary Flames. The Flames come in as the big road favorite, minus 170. The Blues at home, plus 145. Total here is six. Um, I think there's probably some value in the Blues at plus 145. The Flames are the better team. The Flames should win. But... Yeah, plus 145 to get in the Blues at home. They have the ability to shut a team down here and there. So probably some value there. The probably blowout game of the night here, expected blowout. I think I said this once last year, and I was very confident in this play, and then I totally, I totally bombed, and I was wrong. The Avalanche are in Chicago to play the Blackhawks. Colorado comes in minus 325 in the money line. The home Blackhawks plus 270. Total here is six. Uh, juice to the under, minus 115. If anything, I would take the over. Uh, over six at minus 105, I see in DraftKings. Obviously, the Avalanche are the play, but not at minus 325. Uh, the Ottawa travels to Arizona to play the Coyotes. Don't see this number very often. The Sens on the road, minus 150 favorite on the money line. The home Coyotes plus 130. Total here is six and a half. Juice to the under at 115. Uh, I think you got to go with the. You got to go with the Sens. I mean, Arizona plus 130 and not getting a whole lot of value at that price. If it was 150, 160, maybe. Uh, but Senators are much better. Well, not much better. Sens are a better team. Um, but, you know, laying 150 with the Sens, I don't like doing that. If this were a minus 120, minus 130, I think I could back the Sens. If it were a plus 140, 150, I could back the Coyotes. But because of where it is, I'm not really backing either side. The last game of the night is in Vegas, and the Golden Knights host the Florida Panthers. The Knights are the home favorite at minus 115. The Panthers minus 105. Total here is six and a half, juice to the over, minus 115. I would actually take the Panthers. On the road, minus 105, pretty decent price. Vegas has been playing better, but they've kind of been up and down this year, fairly inconsistent. So I would lean toward the Panthers at minus 105. So no real plays in the NHL, a few leans for me, um, but nothing concrete from me there. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Uh, lots of basketball, a little uh, on-ice play at the end there. And if you haven't already... Uh, I suggest you check out our partners at Thrive Fantasy. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. You prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or thrivefantasy.com. When you sign up, use the code ETHOS, that's E-T-H-O-S, to get 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to $100. And basically, you play the biggest props on players every night. When those props hit... Um, when those props hit, you cumulatively add up the total. And whoever has the most points at the end of the night wins the prize. Uh, you can check out our Ethos DFS team for a lot of coverage on uh, basketball props, uh, some football props. We get some props here. Didn't have any today, but some props on the show here. Um, 
we've got a regular DFS podcast for basketball, which is absolutely fantastic. My buddy Keith Cork uh, hosts that. And you should go to our site, sportsethos.com, and you can find the podcast there. Give a lot of not a DFS information, but a lot of prop information on basketball as well. So, uh, again, go to thrivefantasy.com. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. Sign up. Use the code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, to get a deposit match bonus on your first $100 or less. And enjoy playing some fun prop games. If you have any questions, thoughts, or comments, again, hit me up on in my DM at Doug underscore Reed 34. And hope to chat with you tomorrow. Hopefully a profitable night. Hope you enjoyed the show. And we will catch you tomorrow. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.